Welcome to Growth Amplifiers. I am Kenny Harper. Growth Amplifiers showcases ideas from the top business owners and entrepreneurs to inspire and empower you thrive in your life, business, and achieve a higher purpose. I'll be sharing actionable insights you can apply towards your business in each session. Growth Amplifiers is dedicated to you, your success, and fulfillment. Get ready to amplify. All right. Joining us today, we have an awesome contact of mine that I met down at a growth event. He is a speaker and a trainer and very entertaining when it comes to presenting in front of crowds. I'd like to welcome Max Jackson. Max, thanks for joining us on Growth Amplifiers. Hi, Kenny. Glad to be here. One of the cool things about Growth Amplifiers is we connect with individuals that have different backgrounds and different perspectives. And one of the things I really was compelled to invite Max to be on this show is Max has a unique background. Um, number one, the type of work that you do, Max, is quite fascinating. Would you uh, please share with the audience kind of what it is that you actually do for a day job? It's, it's quite remarkable. Absolutely. I'd love to. My day job is at a company called Hespros here in Orlando, Florida. We are a quote-unquote body-on-a-chip company. What that means is that we take little miniature versions of human organs and grow them on computer chips and integrate them together and use them as a platform to replace animal testing and to help move technology towards personalized medicine. So what that means is that we can take cells from your body with your genes, your medical history, your medical problems, and create an actual model of your integrated system. And then we can test 12 drugs on them at a time. If we break one of these things, that's fine. If we break one of you, that is a much bigger deal. And uh, we're going to have a lot more success with doing this than we are with animal testing because generally there are some issues with mapping the results of animal testing to human results. And also it helps uh, get around the issues of being humane and uh, the concerns about being cruel to animals and using them as a means to an end rather than taking care of them the way we would take care of each other. So it's an absolutely tremendous field that's that's opening up. It's going to absolutely revolutionize medicine. It's going to absolutely revolutionize a lot of a lot of aspects of well-being and it's an, a tremendous honor and a privilege to be able to help out with uh, moving things in that direction on the ground floor as I've been able to do. Uh, it, it, now if you're listening your, and your jaw is kind of dropping. It's pretty impressive. And you may be wondering, okay, how does this apply to me and my business? Well, Max has a story to tell. And the reason I find it compelling is uh, a lot of times people on the guests on Growth Amplifiers are in the line of work because of the passion that they, that they initially had and they kind of grew into that. And Max is working on, you know, developing his public speaking career, is doing trainings for businesses, teaching them how to grow sales, all those sort of things. But in his in his job right now, what got him here is kind of a, a different curve. So Max and I were chatting about this and I found his telling in Max, would you would you share your story? How did you get to do what you're doing now? Well, as you mentioned, it's quite a curvy story. I Initially connected with the CEO of this company uh, when I was a graduate student at UCF, I went into graduate school for biotechnology because I had a professor uh, in my undergrad career who had a brain implant to treat Parkinson's. And I thought that was just the most fascinating and mesmerizing thing I'd ever seen in my entire life, the transformation that occurred whenever he turned it off versus when he turned it on. And to be able to ha- build this medical device that interfaced directly with the brain to help treat these tremors directly was just absolutely profound and absolutely beautiful. So that inspired me to uh, 
to get into biotechnology and I didn't know what that would entail. I didn't know what I really wanted to do, uh, like what I, in terms of a career, I just knew that I found this stuff to be interesting. But then graduate school, because I figured that that's just what, that's just what you were supposed to do. It wasn't a very authentic decision of mine. It was mostly just, uh, well, there's a, uh, you know, you're, you're a smart kid. This is what smart kids do. This is what you want to do in order to move your career forward. So I went there and I was absolutely miserable. I had no, but, but I sort of persisted. I sort of like made it not, not in a positive way. I and sort of insisted that like I was not miserable. I insisted that like I actually really wanted it, even though I really didn't because I was insistent on maintaining a particular image of mine. So that is where I picked up. I'd always been, uh, I'd always had a, an encounter with alcohol before, but that's where things got especially bad for me and where I descended into what I eventually came to label full-blown alcoholism, drinking all the time, like sneaking alcohol all over the place. You know, I, whatever red flags you have, um, I had them until eventually I just sort of disappeared. And then at the very end of it, I was doing nothing, but like, like it got, it got very profoundly low for me. It got to the point where I was doing nothing but selling my own plasma and buying the just alcohol I could find. And then one day I was watching YouTube documentaries as a way of getting myself out of my head. I was watching one on a serial on serial killers, and I heard the narrator say, "At this point in his life, Jeffrey Dahmer was doing nothing but selling his plasma and buying the cheapest alcohol he could find." And mm-hmm. I kind of had to have that uh oh moment where I kind of realized that there was no such thing as a rock bottom just down there waiting for me to hit and that well, some a place where I would bounce off of, a place where it could not get any worse. I kind of had to recognize that the only bottom that I have is a place where I decided to stop digging. And so when I put down the shovel and reached out for help, that's where a lot of things, well, absolutely everything, including me, uh, transformed. And that's what ultimately brought me back to the company where I'm now working. I went back there as basically to make things right. Um, I disappeared one day. I just I was just too freaked out to show up to work. And when I went back, I just laid everything out. I laid everything out that I had been hiding. And uh, to my surprise, the aspects of myself that I had been trying desperately to hide were the things that helped me connect with people the most, both in my own recovery journey and also Strange, interestingly enough, uh, professionally, because it turned out that I was working with humans and working with humans who cared about me and who wanted me to succeed and wanted me to be well. And so once I put out everything that I was struggling with, people were able to help me. And I was able to like work and like do my best to pull my weight in return. And so when I went back to the lab that I had previously been in, um, I learned that he had recently started a company. He offered me like a position there. It took a long time to prove to him that I was that I was ready for it, that I was stable and and like that I had the commitments that I did, but I did. And that is ultimately what has led me to be at the position where I currently am, uh, which is a lead data analyst there. And so I get to I get to a lot of creative freedom. Um, I get a lot of I get a lot of opportunity to explore and break some new ground in my own way, which is a very creative and very fulfilling process for me. But I did not anticipate being there. I did not expect, I did not have a master plan of saying like, okay, I'm going to go from from where I'm at to, to this place. Uh, all I knew is like was able to focus on at the time 
was figuring out how to do the next right thing. And one next right thing at a time, I like it opened up a lot of opportunities for me that I could not have I could not have conjured of my own private imagination, which I think is right. a, a very important thing that I kind of had to realize and what like opening up to help has been all about for me is about like opening myself up to to possibilities that are beyond what is within my individual limited power to conjure. Now that that's what help has been right. all about for me. So amplifiers who are turning in thinking, well, you know, there is that curve road. We do run into challenges and we're all human. And when we can take the time to actually realize that we all go through challenges, there are some really key points that Max brings to the table that I want you to consider. And he's, he's shared them with me and he's, uh, I'm going to elaborate on them a bit more, but three main points that I think it's really important to consider because even if you're not dealing with a personal issue, if it's something in your finances or your business or your health, or it is, you know, a relationship thing. At the end of the day, there are three main points. There's the humility, the self-knowledge, and the communication. And and Max, if you could share with us a little bit more about how these three concepts can be a life and the impact that it, they can have. I'd love to, Kenny. One thing that I found is that we all have our filters for perceiving and interpreting the events that occur around us, both in terms of our immediate experience and also in terms of the, the stories that we tell and the stories that we accept, the stories that kind of resonate with us. And so one of the things that I've found was that for me, the value of humility is giving myself the space to be imperfect. That was one of the most difficult things that I could possibly, that, that I've done for myself. It's presented itself as like relatively easy for me to coach others, to be with others in their own struggles, to accept others and whatever they're being challenged with, uh, whatever they're going through. That's a great point you make, Max, in regards to humility. And I know that I've experienced that myself, you know, as a business coach, I really appreciate the insights you're sharing with us. It's important, I think, again, to to give ourselves a space to be imperfect so that we can connect with what we really are, so that we can connect with what really makes us happy. And so that, I think, is a key distinction that actually took me a while to make, which is, sh like, should this make me happy versus does this make me happy? A lot of times I can be, someone can ask me, like, are you, Max, are you happy doing this? Are you happy doing this for work? Are you happy doing this? Are you happy seeing your career like this? And I will say, yeah, you, know, you can even hear it in my voice. Like, I think <laughs> yeah. this is what I should, this is what I should say. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to say it. And so it's tough because that's such a complex reflex for a lot of us is just saying we want to have people look to us. We want to have people consider us a success. Uh, we want to consider ourselves a success. But having the freedom to connect with ourselves as we really are is ultimately what's going to bring us the most fulfillment in our own lives and also what is going to bring us the most success because you you know we're once when we have that space of being connected with ourselves in the middle of something that's when you know, the, to go back to something that's practically cliche that's when challenges can become opportunities you know i i hear that a lot i hear like oh challenge challenges are uh, challenges can be opportunities. Think of it that way. And then when I hear that, I'm usually just like, what the hell are you talking about? This sucks. I don't want challenges. I, <laughs> I want I want effortless success. That's what I believe I'm entitled to. But again, challenges are where commitments 
exist like as commitments because if we never had any challenges and we would never need to re really need to make any commitments we would never really need to have that kind of integrity and so again when we're in a space of being connected with ourselves being connected with what we want being connected with what is deeply worth it to us that is where we can make those commitments and that's where we can fulfill those commitments rather than having everything bad that happens to us be one more reason why we shouldn't even be there in the first place. Excellent point. As we're kind of wrapping up, any do you have any uh, recommendations for people who are tuning in, just one action that they could take or one life lesson that you could share that would be something that they may be able to apply in their, in their business or in their life? Sure. The last kind of thing that I wanted to touch on pertains to the kind of the third thing you mentioned, which is communication. And it, for me, it's just a very... A very simple thing for me, which is that no matter no matter what's going on, I need somebody out there who knows the truth about how I really feel. I need to, I need it's not just a matter of self-knowledge for me. It's a matter of communicating and expressing that and expressing my deepest challenges, expressing the parts of me that I find to be weird or gross and unacceptable. It's essential for me that I find people who connect with my struggle, who connect with me and who accept me, like no matter what the heck I'm going through. And what, what for me, the, the essential thing is to be able to share that stuff because that's the practice mm -hmm. that keeps me, keeps me humble and keeps me connected is getting in touch with all of my struggles, all the stuff that I find to be like that I would not want to accept within myself. And then, then the going through the practice of acknowledging it, sharing it, making a part of the reality of the world by talking about it. And then once I'm able to do that, then I'm able to move on from it because otherwise I'm just sort of stuck on it in myself. And even though I might not be like, like if, if there's some aspect of myself or some aspect of my engagement with the world that I find to be unacceptable, like I can suppress it, but then it just it just lives on with me as something that I'm suppressing. Like it's not actually, I'm not actually free from it. I'm still being drained because I have to focus on it. I have to like suppress it all the time, but finding people out there who I can talk to and talking to them about it is absolutely essential for me. So if I had to give one little pithy piece of advice, it's just make sure that someone out there knows how you really feel no matter what. Make sure you're not leaving skeletons in the closet. Yeah. Right. We all know how those skeletons can pile up on top of each other until they start spilling out. And then, then, then we really don't know what to do whenever, yeah, we're, we've crossed that threshold of, I cannot, of like, we cannot suppress anymore. You know what I mean? Exactly. So that's a key point and I appreciate you sharing that. And I admit when I, there was times in my business where I wasn't wanting to acknowledge certain things because like you said, I had that sort of belief, like I can't uh, admit any sort of setback so not acknowledging it, it's like putting it in the closet, the skeletons in the closet. And then, like you said, they, they start weighing out before you know it. It's like a, a self uh, implosion of sorts. And that can happen to anyone. And it has happened mm -hmm. to a lot of people. So that's great advice. Make sure that you have someone that you could be confidential with. You don't need to <laughs> broadcast it on all your social media channels, some people do that. If that's <laughs> what they want to do, that's fine. But yeah. it's not something that you have to do. You don't have to make it public knowledge, but but do communicate with somebody because I think this has just brought it home. We are all humans. And when we can work with each other, we can make magic happen. So mm -hmm. um, thank you, Max, for tuning in, for uh, sharing this insight and, and stimulating conversation. 
All right. Max, do you have anything you'd like to share with our audience? Anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, please check me out on my uh, website. Personal website is maxjackson.online. There you'll find out more about what I'm up to. You can read my blog, you can comment on it, and uh, we can continue this conversation there. I hope you join me there. Awesome. Max Jackson, you are a rock star. Appreciate you joining and I look forward to connecting more in the future. Thank you, Kenny. It's been an honor and a privilege. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.